Everybody always says respect the process, right? Um, I, I even believe that we've been using this line at, at Roofer that it, you know, if you respect the process, then you never have to worry, right? Uh, people are always going to to, to make uh, do the right things as long as there, there's that. I'm tired of the struggling salesperson that's out there that was just like me who didn't know how to do the little things of his job uh, because I could I didn't know where to turn to. I, nobody was there to say, hey, you should do this. Or if I was, I was while they were also very busy i was you know intruding on their time for asking uh, for more help but these little things or, or even even big things uh can be the difference of uh, you know ten thousand or even a million dollars on today's episode of the claims game podcast the world's greatest roofer That's right. If you don't know who the world's greatest roofer is, TJ McCormick, you got to get to know who he is. If you're looking to figure out what social media is all about and how you could go viral on TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, whatever it is, this guy actually has the answer. And he's going to actually tell you the answer, how you can do it, not only on your personal profile, but on your business profile as well. So we talk all things social media, and we also get into a little bit of a rant later on about what I feel about conferences today, because he actually agrees with me. So you're going to get to a little bit about that too. And you're going to get to know TJ and relationship with Roofer, who we use ourselves to order all of our roof reports for our estimates. So make sure that you listen to this one all the way through to the end. It's only about 45 minutes when you really think about it. So in your next drive down to Cape Coral, to Naples, or wherever it is in Florida, or when you're driving from Dallas to Houston, make sure you listen to this one. Claims Game Podcast, TJ McCormick, the world's greatest roofer. Let's go. Welcome to the Claims Game Podcast with Vince Perry. Get all the tips you need from insurance claim advocates and professionals and grow your public adjusting career to the next level. And now the commercial claims advocate, Vince Perry. All right, all right, all right. I'm so excited. Me and TJ have been trying to get on on <laughs> one of each other's shows uh, for a very long time now. I'm very excited to have TJ McCormick here, the world's greatest roofer. What's up, TJ? Awesome, man. Vince, you know what? I said that earlier today to my team. I was like, you know what? I've been trying to be on Vince's podcast since last August when I met you in Orlando at One Industry, One Model. <laughs> and we finally did it. We finally yep. got on. We're finally here. And I had been looking for an accountant for years and I was unable to find anybody that I liked, that I worked with and was able to do what I needed to be done to my taxes and to my accountant. Jeremy David at Noble Wealth has been a godsend to me, my family and my company. We have saved so much money in taxes I can't even begin to describe and he knows what he's doing. You need to call Jeremy at Noble Wealth and get yourself the right accountant because he's the man who's going to help you save on taxes because ultimately you don't want to be making money, especially if you're self-employed and having it all go to the IRS. Call Jeremy, call Noble Wealth and they will help you tremendously with the entire accounting process and your tax situation from A to Z. Additional living expenses is one of the most difficult parts of an insurance claim and the reason is, is it's very high pressure and as a public adjuster or contractor, you're already dealing with the negotiating of the buildback process. You don't want to have to deal with ALE as well. Black Diamond Housing Services does all of that. They don't even charge the client. They bill it directly to the insurance company. It's all covered under the ALE coverage. So you need to call Black Diamond if you have a house that has been severely lost, whether it's like severe mold, severe water, fire, anything like that, where they need a place to stay, 
Call Black Diamond Housing Services and they'll be able to take care of your client from beginning to end. The reason why I'm excited to have you on is because I'm looking at your TikTok channel now. And in our industry, it's really not, uh, it's not easy, right? I, no. I tell I tell people about my YouTube channel and I tell them that we're about to break 6,000 subscribers on YouTube and they're just like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm like, no, 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 you don't get it. That's actually, uh, <laughs> not to toot my own horn, but that's actually pretty good, right? And you've got, you've got uh, 4.5 million likes on your TikTok page and you've got almost 300,000 followers on TikTok. And that's why I'm excited to have you on. And I really want yeah. to get right into the nitty gritty, right into all the sweet stuff. And yeah. really what's, what's been your, your journey uh, on this social media machine? Yeah. You know what, um, man, thanks for, for having me, dude. I really appreciate you being here. Um, you know, commercial claims as well as residential claims. I came from the insurance side of this industry. I started off at Mad Sky. A lot of people know my story uh, in regards to helping grow the, the contractor network at, at Mad Sky and then also teaching roofers basically how to do their jobs with proper inspections uh, and then capturing it, utilizing technology back in those days was something new. And, uh, and then, you know, fast forward a few years, um, you know, Facebook had really taken hold of the roofing industry right around 2017, 2018. Like the industry was, you know, back in those days, it was like crest hustle. And then there were some other people that were really big and roof selfies became pretty popular because iPhones had been around now for a couple of years and people were up on the roof like, hey, look at me. Right. Well, you know. 2020 happened. And, uh, you know, being from Colorado, uh, I couldn't find a way to get myself out there uh, in order to sell more roofing systems. Um, and uh, I was really in a bad spot. Like uh, December of 2020, I got full custody of my son, Oakley. And um, it was a, there was a need for me to be able to make some money. Uh, and I didn't know how to do it. So I have COVID in December of 20. And I'm sitting in my basement in uh, my bedroom being locked away from my family. And I'm scrolling through TikTok uh, because uh, what else was there to do? And, uh, and I, re I realized that there weren't anybody uh, actually creating short form videos at that time on that platform for anything other than messing around on roofing systems. Like they were messing around. They were like joking around. They like they were doing some really unsafe things. There were, uh, and then there were some other people in the industry that are considered influencers that were really just continuing to give us a, a black eye as to who roofers were. And uh, when I had that aha moment that there's nobody selling roofs and there's nobody promoting positivity in the roofing space, I knew that I, I had something, but I had to build a brand off of it. And uh, that day I came up with World's Greatest Roofer. And... Uh, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I, I was like, I'm the best roofing salesperson out there. I, I've trained myself to be an expert in the roofing space from both, you know, commercial, residential, going through large loss, going through the insurance side. And, uh, and then I was like, you know what? I won't make this about me. I'm going to make this about other people. And, and a lot of people have always thought that the world's greatest roofer was just about me, but the whole mission behind world's greatest roofer and how it's transitioning now is going after the world's greatest roofers who are doing something great for their community or doing something great for their company. That's different from other people, because I want to promote those roofers in the roofing space um, and, and show that, there are not there that this this industry isn't just full of scumbags. 
Right, right. And um, what was your what exactly then? What was the mission? You said you were trying to highlight other people. What what yeah. really was it? What was uh what was who was your audience? Did you feel and what was really the basis of your content? Yeah. So in the very beginning, I wanted to just create roofing content, right? And I was like, oh, I'm gonna go make roofing content. But then I realized that roofing content is very niche. Like if you don't have an audience to to watch roofing content, then you probably are going to have some trouble building that. Um, So I really turned it into personal branding and making myself humanized to people because typically inside of a sale, the, you know, you're not making a sale until you humanize it, right? The, the need for the sale is, is because of this. Uh, but if you oversell, people feel like you're just pushing them, you're being too salesy and they don't want to buy from you. So I said, what if I have a lot of friends, you know, that maybe want to buy from me and, uh, And when I started making myself positive and I started gaining a following, it was when I had 5,000 followers on TikTok that I went viral for the first time. And uh, when I went viral for the first time, it was because I had built that core following of those first 5,000 followers to actually love me. So they were sharing my videos. They were engaging with my content. They were doing things to help me grow. So when I put out that video saying, hey, can I come out and get on your roof right now? 600 people said yes the first time. Wow. Yeah, so I, I knew I was on something. That's awesome. It's yeah. it's really nice when you get that moment where you're just like that, that not it's like a tipping point moment where you're just like, holy crap, maybe this is actually a thing, you know? Because yeah. whenever you start, you just start just because you sort of want to do it. Uh, I, I think it's important. I'm not going to be that person who was just like, oh, I just started and I just wanted to do it just to do this. Like I had, and I'm sure you had, we always have like an angle behind it where we do have intention for it, but it's, you never really know sort of when that moment's going to come where it's just going to finally just like sort of click and it really just goes on to a whole other level. Yeah. Um, So, you know, let's talk about that whole nother level. Um, So the past few years have gone by and I've done some really great things with content. Uh, You know, I've had just over 200 million people watch a video of mine uh, with my biggest video being almost 15 million views. Um, And it's in those that's with roofing content. Right. So, um, but let's go forward to where I'm at now with Roofer, right? Uh, I'm the community director, or excuse me, community manager for Roofer uh, for North America. Um, And uh, my job is to bring people together in the roofing community. This has come from what I've been able to build out of my personal brand on world's greatest roofer. Um, And, uh, and, you know, some great things have happened with me taking over the short form video content with Roofer. And uh, I can't wait to talk about that. Uh, people who are watching, they could probably maybe see that I'm laughing and I'm, and I'm smiling and I'm laughing because it's so crazy. The relationships that come about the social media thing, right? It's yeah. just so insane. The people you meet, the opportunities that arrive, arise, one thing is sure we may have an angle because we're trying to maybe for me, you want to know why it's called commercial claims advocate, TJ. Why is that? I just wanted more commercial claims. Exactly. World's greatest roofer. Like that was it. I was like, let me just call it commercial claims advocate. Maybe people will just send me commercial claims and sure it's resulted, but that's only like a fraction of what it's actually resulted in, which is a freaking book, a course, 
uh, uh, it's established me as as one of the public adjusting experts in my industry. I've managed to get in with the roofing industry and it's just like it's turned into so many different things. And you talk about niche. Yeah, it doesn't get more niche than public adjusting. Oh, right. Yeah, no, no doubt, man, especially in the roofing industry where some of the industry loves you and some of the industry hates you. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. It's like in all construction <laughs> industries, it's like we are loved and we are hated. There's really not much of an right. in between. So I've got like my public adjusting community and yeah. little by little. And, and here's the other thing that I want people to understand. You said you started in 2020. So that's only about that's actually rather quick that you've been able to yeah. sort of sort of like, uh, I guess, go viral in a way. It's just in about two and two, almost three years now. Um, I I like to tell people that like, this is such a marathon, yeah. it's not a sprint. And, and again, yeah. you, did it, you did it relatively fast, but you know, I feel like, when did we start? I think it was about, you know what? It was probably about the same time, TJ, probably yeah. end of 2019, 2020. As a matter of fact, we started right before COVID. Yeah. And then COVID hit because I remember I hired Milan. He's our he's our lead guy at CCA and he was living in Vietnam. And then COVID hit. He had to leave Vietnam and go back to Serbia, which is where he lives. And right. it was probably around end of 2019, 2020. And I don't know about you. I, maybe you did have like a moment where it just like skyrocketed. Yeah. But I feel like for me, like yeah. we look at pretty much it's like one subscriber at a time, man. It's yeah. like one follower at a time. It's like one good video at a time. And people don't see all the videos that really are shit. <laughs> Maybe they don't get many views and nothing really right. happens with that one. But it's, in my opinion, consistency is so important uh, that it's, it's how you get there because it takes some time. However, with that said, you were talking to me uh, before we came on about you just now going viral with a company, with the Roofer Company Facebook yeah. site uh, and yeah. the TikTok site, which is pretty impressive because even me now, I... I do much better on my personal Facebook page than our elite resolutions or commercial claims advocate business pages. Those things are kind of tough, but what were you, yeah. what, what have you been able to figure out? All right. So, you know, I, everybody always says respect the process, right? Um, I, I even believe that we've been using this line at, at roofer that, it, you know, if you respect the process, then you never have to worry, right? Uh, people are always going to, to, to make, uh, do the right things as long as there, there's that. Um, now I teach people how to go out and create content utilizing video and I teach them a very specific way. And I did exactly what I've been teaching for the past year on roofers business pages, both Facebook and uh, on their TikToks. Um, yesterday, I had two videos go viral for the first time. Uh, I mean, I've had videos get over 400, 500,000 views on those pages, but never truly viral. So on Facebook Reels yesterday, I posted a video that was 90 seconds long um, and uh, it reached, uh, it's, it's gonna reach a million views here in the next hour or so. Um, but for that to be in 24 hours on Facebook is just unheard of. Uh, now, uh, the next thing was is that I have a video on TikTok that's almost three minutes long, uh, and it's one uh, 1.6 million views. Now, people are always like, what are the KPIs? What are the returns on that, right? Well, in that 24-hour period, I, I know that I've had just over 50,000 people come to my profile. Now, uh, I haven't looked at the UTM tracking codes yet to see if it's been driving traffic to my web or to the roofer website, which I'm pretty sure it has, right? Uh, but I haven't had that opportunity 
opportunity. But what it did do is that there's three pinned videos at the top of my roofer page. Uh, those originally had less than 800 views per view, uh, per video. And with that one viral video, we're, we're over 20,000 views just on those videos. And those are videos of the tools that roofer sells. Now, this three minute video uh, that we got 1.6 million views on, made, it was roofing content geared towards the roofing industry. But even though it wasn't about roofer it still drove traffic to our sites what do you, what do you think is the difference probably the question you get asked all the time a video that doesn't go viral and a video that does go viral what is it about these two videos that you think in your opinion because i don't think anybody really knows yeah. uh, why did they go viral do you think? i went i went live um in the first hour of posting the one on tiktok i was watching the video view count go uh, go up it was ten thousand views in the first hour and i said wait like this video is out of this world the normal view count for for a good short form video is about 10 views per minute and one like per minute so like i use a 10 to 1 ratio to determine whether or not my video is doing okay now if it's getting views like 10,000 views in an hour, it's time to go live. And if you're, if you're learning anything from me today, when I tell you that you need to go live on your social platforms, the algorithms are looking for people who want to engage with uh, their platforms uh, and also engage with the other people in a more authentic way than just posting content and throwing things at the wall or hoping that sticks. They want you to authentically go out and do a point of view style in the moment, talk to people right now and, and give them your product. And uh, if, if you can go live right after you've posted a video for 20, 25 minutes, uh, your videos, all of them are going to do well. It's uh, Get Roofer on TikTok? Yeah, Get Roofer. You'll see that video right there. Um, Is it the, which was a 1.6 million one? Yeah, that that's the that's the one. I posted that at, at ten o'clock yesterday morning, Mountain Time. Wow. Yeah. So, and it's a and it's the fastest roofer contest at the ABC College of Knowledge in in Connecticut, and uh, you know that that video. What I teach is the the how it's made uh, or the videos with the lots of action or you teaching something uh, is what do the best. Now, if you're just going on there doing a lot of fluff stuff, um, you know, it, it, you're not attracting people. But if you're trying to attract roofers like I do, like I have to attract roofers um, and uh, roofing content is what attracts them to me. Now, if you're doing it for homeowner's sake, you can do this in such a way where you're attracting that local jurisdiction. Last week, I was teaching a class in Minnesota with a $40 million roofing company. And uh, we spent two days going over short form video and how to utilize it. In the wintertime, they get zero leads. We made videos all day on Tuesday. They got four leads by Tuesday night. Wow. Yeah. If you're struggling and waiting forever and a day to get paid on your claims because you have to wait for the mortgage company, you have to wait for the client, you have to wait for all of these things, Ink Payments by Ink solves that for you. By simply uploading it onto their system, everything gets processed and you get directly deposited your fee into your bank account. 
Choose InkPay and make sure that you use the promo code Vince so that you can get $299 off the initial registration fee. So go ahead and check it out, Ink Payments. We've been using it for a long time. You know, you mentioned KPIs, um, yeah. and I tell people that it's hard for me to track right. what has resulted in my two companies as a result of our YouTube influence that we've had. Cause our sure. thing is mainly YouTube and yeah. then everything else is just as a result of that. Yeah. Um, how do you track KPIs? How do you track like, okay, now that I've been posting on social media for the last, I don't know, six months, right. uh, we're getting this many leads per day. Now I feel like it's very difficult to track. Is there a way to really track it? Yeah. I mean, using those UTM codes uh, or the bit.ly codes or whatever, you know, to, to track into a system where, you know, like, Hey, it's coming from Facebook. Hey, it's coming from, from TikTok. Uh, it's, it's very hard to also track that. We, we've been discussing that as to, you know, Hey, when, uh, you know, if, it, if it's coming conversion, to the website, like the conversion you know, rate, like what right. is the conversion rate of like these videos, right. you know? Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, it's, it's hard to determine when you have a lot of people already coming to your website. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, we, we know that it's registering people because, uh, these videos, people are actually reaching out through these videos that we're doing and asking for demonstrations demonstrations, things like that. Um, and uh, because I'm also turning those in manually. So people coming directly to me. And, uh, and I know that uh, it's also that uh, people are learning or getting an education from us because of, of these videos. Now, TJ, you started uh, when you started World's Greatest Roofer on TikTok, you were a roofer, roofing salesman for Yes, roofing I was company? in roofing sales. Yep. That's all. That, that's what you were doing. You were just a roofing salesperson and you decided you got COVID and you wanted to start a TikTok channel. Yeah, you know, um, we were talking about when we had that moment that we thought that we were going to do well. And uh, that moment came in December, no, excuse me, in March of 2020. Um, I met Elizabeth Calzadilla and I met David Summerlee um, in uh, Grant Cardone's 10X conference. Um, Wow. So um, we went to Las Vegas. Uh, We left uh, Win the Storm. It was in Phoenix that year. And we were like, oh, we're going to go to Grant Cardone. And Justin Woodruff, I don't know if you know Justin or not. Sounds uh, familiar. Yeah. So Justin is up in North Carolina with Michael Miller and the ready team. Um, and, uh, but Justin had two extra tickets he gave me and David. And, uh, and then, so we met Elizabeth Calzadilla in a bar there. Uh, she was having a little networking event. And, uh, and so we met her there and, you know, roofing that summer, uh, was way different than roofing any other year because of COVID. Um, and, uh, but, it was that was the turning point in my life um, as to deciding on you know whether I grow now or I stay what I am today. And it only took a season to realize that I was more than what I was doing. That's awesome. And how long were you in roofing sales before you started the TikTok channel? Uh, Twenty seventeen. So oh wow, so quite a while. Yeah, so a few years uh, doing large loss and both uh, residential at high levels, uh, high volume levels. Um, but, you know, when you're turning and burning them in, in storms, that's what I'm used to. I'm a storm chaser for life. I always say that uh, waiting on outside of a, a neighborhood uh, for the hail to stop falling <laughs> is that's what awesome. we do, right? But, uh, but now I've really uh, turned towards uh, everything retail, everything storm together and how we can finance it all without having to worry about the insurance companies. Right. Yeah, no, of course, <laughs> of course. And, and I love how this has all led to now your relationship with roofer. Yeah. 
Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. So um, with Roofer now, uh, I'm the community manager, like I said earlier, and uh, utilizing video content uh, to attract roofers or to help build community um, around the world is, is what my goal is, is that when I go out and I do video content now with roofers, it's not necessarily me that's forward facing on the camera any longer. It's actually me pointing the camera at the roofer and say, let's go do some work and let's, let's, uh, let's show the world that you're, you know, you're great at what you do. Um, and uh, it's really been helpful to, to, to turn the camera around and, and even, even to show those people that it's not that hard to, to do this every day when they're out on a roofing system. Um, and then also to show the roofing world that what they just said, they can also say to a potential new client or, or to a video camera. And I will say that we at Elite Resolutions, we use Roofer extensively. Uh, we use Roofer exclusively for awesome. all of our roofing measurements. We have right. the guys go up there. They take a ton of photos and then we order that Roofer report so that we have all the measurements and everything we need. Yeah. But besides that, what yeah. else does Roofer provide? Yeah. So let's let's just dig into that real quick. So Roofer is Roofer measurement, roofing measurements, both residential and commercial. Depending on the plan that you're on, the best plan could be the $10 and three hours. And that includes any other second secondary structures. Now, if there's other buildings, uh, you know, say a multifamily or whatever, it's only $10 per building uh, as well, uh, where we're not charging you potentially hundreds of dollars for that report. Um, but then we also have digital custom sales proposals that uh, we can help you build for your company, utilizing great, beautiful backdrops and PDFs, um, being able to bring in company cam photos, and then also annotating them. So you're giving a, a potential client one of the best educational packets that you could to as to who, what, when, where, why, and how uh, when you're submitting that proposal to them. Now, uh, the claim to fame or the thing that most people are loving right now across the industry, that, and we're seeing it at very, very high levels at every event that we're going to, is the Instant Estimator 2.0. And uh, what that Instant Estimator does, and the way that I sell it is, is uh, imagine going into the grocery store and you have your business card, right? Now, when I'm selling roofing systems, I'm in the grocery store. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm TJ. If you ever need somebody to come out and inspect your roof, here's my card. I'd love to help you. I know we just had a storm. Now, uh, the number one most Google thing in, in roofing or in Google about roofing is how much is my roof going to cost? Now, if you take a QR code from a code that you're able to generate from our new instant estimator tool and put that into a QR code and say, find out how much your roof is in less than 30 seconds, those people are going to scan that and they're going to go directly to your website and they're going to go to the instant estimator tool. And what they do is they enter their address, they click on 10 different buttons in regards to the variables about their address. Is it uh, pitched? Is it steep? You know, is it flat? Is it uh, shingles on it? You know, is there any other issues that you want to talk about? Do you need financing? Was there a storm that, you know, all of the things like, so you have all of this qualified information prior to uh, even talking with a homeowner. Now, when they click on it, they put their address in, they, they choose that. Yes, this is their house. It pulls a quick, uh, a quick measure of their roof. Um, and based on whatever person, 
per square uh, price that you have in that background, um, the homeowner gets a good, better, best uh, estimate for a new roofing system, whether or not it be shingles, tile, metal, and then whatever secondary or other uh, things that you offer, such as maybe you offer roof rejuvenation, maybe you offer a roof repair service, maybe, you know, even people are doing Christmas lights, like those prices pop up instantly and the homeowner has the option of saying, I'd like a proposal. Then they're told that, hey, the roofer's got to come out to make sure that this estimate matches because we know as soon as we step on that roof that there's a piece of bad decking or or maybe there's you know other objects that are unforeseen that we need to get on to add to that estimate. And the homeowner knows that when they get that, that it's not the end-all be-all price. And a lot of times people misrepresent that when they're talking about that tool. Well, it's good too, because there's a lot of requirements. Like in Florida, you guys have a ton of requirements that you have to provide like right there on the spot. So one of those things being an estimate, and if you can do it that instantly, I mean, that's huge for the roofing industry here in Florida. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be the price that an insurance would normally pay, right? It's just a price to start at um, and then grow off of that. But like you're saying, like we, I had that aha moment too, a few weeks ago when I was doing an event uh, down in Southwest Florida, where somebody said that the average number of roofers in Southwest Florida that are giving an actual estimate is less than 10%. Now the law says that hundred percent of the time that roofer is supposed to be giving an estimate yep. and less the less than 10% we're you know we're breaking the law 90% of the time we're we're putting ourselves in position that if we're not playing chess the right way they're going to they're going to call checkmate they're just like afraid of giving a number i, I just right. you know i mean i get it but then yeah. again, I don't get it. Cause like you said, you, whatever number you give is not the end all be all. Cause once right. you get on that roof, then you're going to see other things that come up. Right. You don't know that they have insurance or they have the other things that you, you know, you shouldn't even be worried about how it's going to get paid for uh, until you're ready to submit the proposal. And then they're like, Oh, we have insurance. Okay. Well let's file a claim then, you know, but if you need financing, here's financing. But yes, yeah, exactly what you're saying. And what we're talking about um, roofers need to be able to, to provide estimates, but also what, uh, what I've been saying for years as well. And, and some of the things that I've been saying recently on my social is that roofers don't even know how to estimate properly. Uh, so when a roofing salesperson is brought onto a company, they're taught how to go do roofing sales, right? They're not taught how to go do roofing estimates. So if a person in the back office uh, of a roofing company is the one that's responsible for estimates and they've got 20 salespersons saying, I need an estimate for the this roof, well, it, it doesn't work that easily when somebody gets overwhelmed, especially in a hurricane or a hailstorm. Ah, I mean, hell, I mean, dude, Hurricane Ian over here was absolutely insane. And I got a call from a couple of roofers who are just like, man, did you hear that they're walking around giving out $50,000 fines and stuff like that? Because we're not mm-hmm. providing estimates. I don't know what to do. I'm scared. Yep. And that's how you do it. Yeah. Well, I got to say, I mean, every time I've seen the roofer guys out at any of the conferences, I mean, just very cool people. Very yeah, cool man. guys. Seems like a great company. Uh, I'm all in on roofer. Like I said, that's how we order all of our roof reports. And I mean, I think I think roofer's awesome, man. You know, um, before I came to work for Roofer, uh, I knew Roofer because of Matt Radford, right? Matt Radford was uh, always the person that was forward facing that would always reach out to me or he'd always, you know, love my posts. Um, and so when when I came to work for Roofer, I, I only knew of what 
people had always said about it. And it was, you know, the employees are great. The culture is great. And since I've been here, man, it's, there's no other place in the, in the roofing industry that you get a week off prior to starting your, you know, your new job and they pay you to take a week off. Um, before you get a yeah, week off before you start, Why? Yeah, you, you go, you go to work at roofer and they're like, your vacation starts this day and you start this day we're paying you. So they're giving you a paycheck before you even show up for work. So you get a paycheck the Friday that you take your first day of vacation so that you have money to spend on your vacation. Nice. So, so yeah, it's a, and then also the unlimited paid time off, like, and then, you know, uh, one of the things that they say is, is that it's not paid per hour, right? We, we're not, we're not being paid per hour. Uh, we're paying, being paid for quality. So everything that we do here is based on quality and not like just being fast and trying to help as, as whoever we can. So we all, we do the same things at elite resolutions. Uh, I tell people, I pay everybody a salary just because I just need things to get done. So if you're able to get something done, if I'm paying you, I don't know, for an eight hour day and you get it done in four hours, what do I care? That's fine. Right. Right. You know, as long Thank as you for get getting done. it done and it, you know, appreciate you being here. Right. But no, um, you know, roofer, uh, roofer is helping many thousands of roofers a day. Um, now, um, our, cu- our customer service is second to none. Uh, thankful for our customer success teams. And then our, you know, our SDR teams that are really doing a great job of onboarding and, and giving proper expectations to roofer as to what they can expect or how to utilize the tools that we offer. We have some really great, tools coming i i'm not allowed to say anything say about that you tech um, companies you tech companies you always <laughs> got secrets man all these secrets all the time uh, what, what I will say is that we're Bye. working on more tools that help people be uh, more sustainable and help uh, help them in their roofing jobs uh, on the day to day. And then also uh, more partners uh, coming on board that everybody will recognize and, and uh, hopefully some really big names. Um, so uh, uh, people that we've been really working on our partnerships with. Uh, and uh, I, that's all I'll say for now. But uh, but I know that uh, over the next year, or so you can expect to see some pretty great growth uh, in, in roofer. And then also what we're going to be doing for the roofing community, we're going to be putting on roughly 10 free events uh, across the country this year. And those events will be led by roofer, but will also include other people. Um, I want these events to be free because I'm tired of the struggling salesperson that's out there that was just like me who didn't know how to do the little things of his job uh, because I could, I didn't know where to turn to. I, nobody was there to say, hey, you should do this. Or if I was, I was, while they were also very busy, I was, you know, in, in intruding on their time for asking uh, for more help. But these little things or or even even big things uh, can be the difference of, uh, you know, 10,000 or even a million dollars. And we want to we want to help people uh, be better at their job. Everybody needs an attorney on their side. So whether you're a public adjuster, a contractor, or anyone else in the insurance claims business, make sure that you have an attorney that you could rely on, that you can go to for questions whenever you need it. That guy for me for the last 12 years has been David Farber. David Farber is the owner of the Farber Law Firm, and he has been there for me from the beginning of my career until now. And I would love for him to be able to help you as well. So make sure you call him at this number here and visit his website so you can learn more about the amazing David Farber of the Farber Law Firm.
A few things. I'm going to put you on the spot yeah. here. First yeah. of all, definitely got to talk after the show because we use Roof Rate Elite Resolutions and I can give you, we can provide you a whole new niche, baby. All right. For you guys to get out there. The public adjusting industry is always hungry for new and cool and exciting things. That's number one. Yep. Number two is along with that, we got to get you on board for our free events. Yep. For the most part, they've been free. We did charge in yep. Miami last, uh, last year at the end of the year, just for that event. And we're doing a slight charge in this Dallas but for the last two years, we've been putting on nothing but free events. And it's yep. always been very public adjuster, attorney and contractor focused where in our event in Dallas in March 3rd, we've got the contractor coach pro. That guy oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff, uh, Jim Johnson and those Jim guys. Johnson, he's coming yeah. on board. But before I even get to that, which I already got to, I already said what I had to say. You had a post on social media the other day that talked about conferences. And first of all, I think we agree where there's way too many of them. Yeah. And what is it that you found out in some of your questions that you were asking on Facebook about what people don't like about conferences and, and the difference between a good conference and a bad conference? I forgot what the question that you posed, but it was something about that. You know, I, I've made some uh, some some suggestions uh, recently that uh, could be seen as rather controversial. Um, but but my thoughts about conferences uh, have come from over the years attending events uh, in the, the manner that we do. Um, now, there have been a lot of great influential people throughout the roofing industry to be on the stages that uh, that they've been on for quite some time. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give you my answer first. Yeah. I think they're too long. Yep. I think, I think more than two days, forget three days in my opinion. So I'm sorry. Yeah. First of all, I don't want to insult any of the fellow conferences out there, but I already, I already think, I think three days is too long. I think two days is, is, is honestly pushing it maybe a day and a half. I think uh, too many breakout rooms. I think that's too much going on. Uh, I like one stage, one place where people are speaking and then another room where that you have all your, your booths and stuff like that. Yep. I'm going to go out there. This is not a paid thing that I'm saying. It's just been the best freaking event that I've gone to. Uh, and I will, I still haven't even had them on the podcast. I got to get Matt or is it Matt? I can't, uh, Pettigrew, but Martin, the, Reva, the, Reva, yeah. the Reva event, yeah, yeah, best event I've been to. Yeah. Reva is great. Like I love Martin and those guys, Mark and but, Martin. Besides the energy, right, which is what I feel separates our events, what separates the Commercial Claims Advocate, Advocates United events that we put on, and we're putting it on in New York and L.A. this time, is definitely energy. We bring it every single time. Like, it's just so much positive, good energy that, in my opinion, that already separates us. But what I loved about Riva. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And that's what we're going to do as well. One day. Um, I too feel that the, the long events inside of hotels are horrible. I'm not saying anything against people who have them inside of hotels. What I'm saying is, is that I don't like to go sleep in the same place I'm going to do education uh, because that whole day and that whole night is spent in the same spot and I can't leave and, and go like it come back. It's like, I'm living the same place I'm, I'm working. And, uh, but, but also, yeah, if if it's longer than a day, people are going out, they're, they're doing the things that they typically do. And that's party. Um, and, uh, you know, what if we just had it in one day, but, but also let's have different people, different perspective, different. Oh, for sure. For sure. You got to have different one thing. That's a way we're always trying to get a contractor on Uh, in Dallas. Last year, we had my business coach, Eric Wang on. He was talking about different personality assessments. 
I think you treat it like I'm going to give you too much information because this is what. Oh we're man, it's okay. It's okay. We, we've we've already done our due diligence. <laughs> I think I think you treat. You ever been to a BNI uh, meeting? Um, no. Okay, so BNI is a networking group. I think okay. you almost treat it like a BNI meeting in a way where it's like you have your speakers, you have your presentations, and maybe do breakouts within to like force people to actually talk to each other and set up actually good, really good sort of quote unquote networking activities where people could actually mingle with each other. It's I mean stupid things like pass a business card around or 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 decide on a topic on what you can talk about or break people up into their areas of where they actually live and where their actual business is so they could actually learn you know to work with one another. And and then have breaks. Breaks are super important too. Where yeah. I know, I noticed Reva did it and we did it as well, where after about two, maybe three speakers, people, they're, that's it. The attention span, it, it's gone. You already yeah. know. You do all your stuff in a matter of one minute to three minutes and that's all the attention span people have. So to have speaker after speaker after speaker, that does that's not good. And then the last thing is if you keep everybody doing sort of the same thing throughout that entire day, what I don't like about the other conferences is, oh, I can go to all the booths Oh, but I could also go watch the main stage. Oh, but I could also go watch a breakout speaker. Too many things, too many options. Right. Doesn't work. Yeah. And it's got to be. I did not focused. expect. I did not expect to get into this rant, TJ. Uh, you know what? Um, I've run into it. Uh, you know, let, let, let me say thank you to all the love from the roofing industry uh, for the people who have reached out to me. There's been many, many peoples. Um, but uh, because I, I think that we're on to something and in order to have a change in this industry and, and to change from 2010, the way we were doing things, like we always say, oh, we were doing things 10 years ago. We gotta, we gotta have fresh new things happening. We gotta, we gotta train differently. We've gotta come together differently. COVID, COVID has changed everything about networking, um, and uh, people's attention spans are far less than what they were pre twenty twenty. Coming together, right? I mean, that's something that we preach all the time. It's like, yeah. I don't know what the roofing industry is like. Was it always, was it always like roofers against roofers in a way where they're just trying to get yeah. as much business as possible? Because public adjusting big time, you know, and there's, a, there's enough insurance claims to go out there everywhere. That and public adjusters are, we're constantly in a struggle. We're constantly right. in a battle with legislation. We're constantly in a battle with insurance companies. And in my opinion, there's no better industry than to actually befriend yep. other public adjusters because one thing is I tell people all the time is we teach a course and we educate people so much, but I always tell people that I've learned more from the teaching that I've done because now I have access to all these public adjusters throughout the country that say, well, I've got this process on this and I've got this process right. on that. And because here's another thing that I'm sure you'll, you'll, you've noticed has come to you because I've given away so much free, valuable information. Yeah. I, I could ask anybody anything yep. and they'll give it to me. Exactly. Because they're like so grateful. We're like, dude, you're Vince. You give us all this stuff. Like, that's okay. And I'm like, wow, I appreciate that. I'll give you, they're like, I'll give you copies of these letters and I'll give you copies of this. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. You know, it's pretty cool. You know, um, one of the things that I did, I, I worked for a very large, large loss company that you, you know, the name of them uh, prior to, uh, to getting a little bigger in world's greatest roof. Right. And uh, one of the things that I did weekly for my team is I would bring in those experts once a week uh, to train them for an hour or two on a specific topic that they weren't necessarily learning about so they could help them. And people are willing to give out that free information and 
90% of the time, it's great information that should be out there. Um, it, but those people aren't ever getting an opportunity to speak up and say it in front of a large group of people. Uh, it's always focused, but the, the free education, the people paying, uh, the sponsors paying to see people and people paying to see sponsors is mind blowing to me. And then at the end of the day, I'm not saying that any person in particular is getting rich because I didn't get rich from my event. Uh, You're making money. We're making money. Like, yes, you didn't do this for free. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, it's funny. We are so in line with that, that I remember, I think it was after maybe one of the wind, the storms or something like that, where I go to a buddy of mine and I'm just like, I'm like, what if it's funny? It's just what you're thinking. I'm like, what if we did this for free? And the guy was looking at me like, hell no, you're crazy. You have to charge. I'm like, but if I'm already making money on the sponsors, what is the point of me charging? I like, I didn't see, like, it didn't really click for me. And yeah, yeah, and that's why we've done it for free. And by the way, for our event that we are charging for, we're giving away a free t-shirt. We're giving away a free copy of the book. We're giving away like different things that yeah, it still benefits us because we're making a little bit of extra, but at the same time, we have to also provide, it's not just the speakers. It's not just an opportunity for you to shake hands with people. Like you got to be getting something else too, you know? Exactly. No, it's um like I think I I think the last time I went to an event and I I, I didn't sit through the entire event um, because it was the same people that I'm typically looking at on stage. Now, if that was me again going as a roofing salesperson or even a roofing company owner, really all I'm paying for is the swag, and uh, it, it because I've already bought the content before. Um, so like in the, even still the swag may even still be the same, right? Right. So. Why haven't you been to one of my events? Uh, I didn't, you know, honestly, uh, put it on my radar. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I'd love to be at one of your events. That's one of my initiatives is to be at every or as many roofing events that I can be this year. I'm finding it very hard right this moment because so many people are planning things. Uh, but if I have it on my radar uh, in enough time, I'm able to, to get it on a calendar. I'm also... Uh, you know, traveling these these circuits, uh, what I call these circuits of, of uh, events is very hard on people as well uh, physically. Um, if you go to one event this week and then like I'm leaving in the middle of the night to go to Orlando tonight and then I turn around and I've got another two events next week that are back to back and it, it just gets tiring. And a lot of times, like I said, we're seeing the same people. Uh, we're able to help a few, but I'd like to add more people to the ones that we're normal. We normally see. Well, I'll see you in Orlando. Uh, yeah, I'll be there tomorrow. Yeah, so. yeah I'll be there. <laughs> um, well, I was gonna real quick before I get yeah. you off. Do you have? Are you? Do you have, have a little bit more time? Yeah, for sure. I've got time. Okay. For those of you that can't see, I'm gonna show TJ my TikTok channel. What am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong here? It's a blank screen. Oh, no. Here it is. (laughs) Um, All right. Um, I don't know. I don't think you could hear it, right? No. Well, I can't hear it yet. No. Uh, You have have really great video. Like, that's a great video. Um, I think that you need to get your following up. I noticed that that the all these videos are obviously all pre-recorded. Yep. I noticed that the videos that I don't pre-record, yep. like, well, this one was just 125. So that didn't go so well. 
Well, let me let me tell you what my my uh, my thought is on pre-recorded, posted from a platform, um, or organically shared from your own device. Right. This one actually was really good. This is our newest one. It's got already three fifty eight. So for us right now, that's pretty good. Is there is there a tipping point? Like I got one seventy one. Do you get to a point where it just like shoots up? Uh, no, so you have you have to be uh, active in your search for followers, right? Um, and uh, that's something that I that I had done uh, or that I learned how to do with TikTok was to find my following. And uh, let me just, you know what? I can give you guys a gold nugget real quick. If you want to search here, you do it. Uh, are you if you are you able to log in real quick? I know. Actually, not- you know what? You know what? Um, just go search accounts and okay. press put in roofer. Just that? Yep. And then, okay, so now look at all those people that just popped up that are roofers. If you're logged in, there'll be a spot for you to be able to add them. Now, click on videos. Uh, so you're not logged in. but I know. I don't know why. Yeah. Okay. okay. Normally, I could click on videos. Yeah, if you click on videos, now it'll show you all of the roofing videos. So now if you don't see them inside of uh, the this carousel of accounts, you'll also see roofing videos inside of videos. So then you'll know, okay, this guy's a roofer because he's posting roofing content. Now I should follow that guy. So following people who've got a nice following as well helps too. Yeah, exactly that too. But, uh, but then once you're following who your potential audience is, then other people with that same potential audience, because your, your algorithm will know that uh, you like roofing content or you like roofers or you like people who use hashtag roofer or, or whatever it is, but it'll start showing your content to other people who are just like the type of content that you like. Now, if you switch up and you're like, you know what? I don't want to be a public adjuster anymore. Maybe I just want to only concentrate on roofing. Now the algorithm will know when you make that switch in your own mind, uh, now that you don't like white wine anymore. Now you only like red wine. So now it's going to start showing your content to people who only like red wine. And, uh, so you just remember, uh, don't switch up your content too much unless you're trying to reach another trade, uh, or another niche, if you will. All right. Good <laughs> tip. I'm going to make sure I tell my team. Yeah. This is what TJ said. <laughs> and I, uh, you know what? I spent um, a couple of two or three hours with Matt Grassmeyer at Hell Trace the other day. Um, and uh, this weekend, he was able to get his TikTok up and running. And really, what we were talking about in the very beginning is consistency and process. If you do it like as if you're supposed to do it, Uh, the posting consistently three to four times a day, the going live once you get to a thousand followers, uh, the constant engagement with the people who are commenting and liking your post. If you're going back and engaging and commenting on their posts as well, the algorithm sees that you're doing what you need to do. Um, And really it's that core following that helps you and the algorithm sees how much love you're getting from that algorithm. Do you use Be Real? Um, I do use some be real. Yes. I just got the notification. So give me a peace sign <laughs> for those of you that don't know what be real is basically it tries to make it be real. It just gives you two yeah. minutes to post what you're doing yeah. right there at that moment. Right. Right. You, you know, um, well, 
for for me, uh, I, I think it's called something else for me. I don't know why it's called something else. But um, on it's not TikTok, called Be Real? Um, I don't think it's called Be Real for me. Oh. Let's see what it's called for me. It's called Now for me. That's different. That's probably something different. Oh, well, um, so yeah, if you post something now, like it won't show you the other people that posted until you posted something that you're doing right now. Okay. But, but yeah, um, but yeah, that's the same thing. You have to use all the tools that the platforms are giving you the live tools. You have to use the effects. You have to make sure that you're creating good content, right? Seven seconds, or no, no less than seven seconds. This uh, one is two minutes. To, you have to show exactly what you are, what you're doing at that time. There's no filters. It's like, you know, it's more real. There's no, yeah. It's, it's not like fake and, right. you know, fake social media stuff is what they're trying to do. Yeah. You know, um, when when I was interviewed by NBC News uh, that was talking about be real, um, they were really concerned about people like myself or other influencers taking over uh, the news industry because of our point of view style video that we can create in the moment or right now as to what's really going on in that exact location. Um, But during the hurricane, I was broadcasting to 1.1 million people right now. And that's what uh, there are organizations out there worried about video content taking over news. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, TJ, thank you for coming on, man. Thanks for having me, dude. Let me post a quick story because that's what we do. (laughs) I, I, I like this new thing now that Instagram has the dual. Yeah. Right. That's awesome. Isn't it? No, that's not how I do it. Am I recording? Hold is on this a thing on? <laughs> is this thing on? Am I recording? Let's see here. Where's my stories? Can't have any dead time. Sorry. Got to keep talking. That's okay. All that's right. Good. Here we go. Dual. Let's go. Shout out to TJ McCormick from Roofer. Thank what's you for coming on, on the Thank podcast, you. my friend. Say what's up to the audience. What's up, guys? Thank you for being here. Come and check out our podcast. It was great. We talked about so many things. I think that there's some content in there that you're not going to want to miss. For sure. This guy's got like hundreds of thousands of <laughs> followers on TikTok. It's amazing. He's going to help me get my TikTok up. Let's go. All right, my man. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Yep. All right. Sweet. Awesome, dude. Can I tag you on this? Yeah, by all means, dude. Is it World's Greatest Roofer on Instagram? The World's Greatest Roofer. The World's Greatest Roofer. Yeah, that's the only one. um, That's the only... uh, Well, so some guy about seven or eight years ago made a World's Greatest Roofer account, and he posted one video, and then he like died on Instagram and never posted again. So He never got rid of it. I can't find this guy, and I've been trying. I messaged him. I was like, I'll buy it from you. (laughs) <laughs> but i can't That's find crazy. it but it's all good you know instagram's gonna die anyways probably eventually it will i think it'll probably be dead in the next year you think uh, that soon yeah. i think so i think that it's a it's a, a money drain on facebook and facebook is already with their reels platform doing more than instagram is doing yeah but doesn't facebook own instagram they do but they're also doing the same thing over on facebook yeah, but I I feel like they said Facebook was going to die a long time ago. They said it over and over again, and yeah, I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I think that uh, that the video platforms are going to take over for sure. So, yeah, that's why I went with the uh, with the uh, YouTube. I thought YouTube was the best way to go. 
Yeah, you know, that's a great, uh, they have the shorts now. Shorts are really, really awesome. Um, I do well on shorts, but the problem with it is, is that I would have to learn another platform of how the following and the engagement and all that works. And right now I'm really trying to concentrate on building roofers, TikTok and Facebook. And last night with those 2.6 million, we were able to add everything. We were able to uh, add 2,500 new followers to our to our pages, which you know is like 20 percent of our of our following. So um, that's awesome. The, the bigger that you can build your platforms utilizing the short form video, the more you have eyes on your content that you want them to see. Uh, so definitely take an approach of post a little personal, post a little professional. I love it, TJ. Thanks yep. again, man. I really appreciate, appreciate you coming man. on, bro. Yeah, I'll talk see you. to you guys soon. I'll see you on Wednesday. Awesome. All Bye. right. See you later.